Trending breaking news in the sports world on Greeny, featuring Mike Greenberg. Weekday mornings at 10 on ESPN Las Vegas, KWWN AM Las Vegas. Here on the press box and UNLV football, they play Fresno State tonight, a Friday night game on CBS Sports Network. It is actually the third straight time that UNLV is going to play a ranked team. Now, Arizona State has fallen out of the rankings after their loss last week, but third straight ranked opponent for UNLV when they play them. You think Doug Broomfield's healthy? You think he's playing a quarterback pole game? I do. I think he's playing. I think he's playing tonight. Um, from what we understood from uh, from out at practice this week, uh, that uh, two things came apparent: that Doug Broomfield was probably healthy enough to play, and that Tate Martell is in a walking boot and might be out several weeks. So no Tate Martell. We've seen Justin Rogers struggle and not even play last week. Cameron Friel. Uh, what what do we get? Thirteen passes from Cameron Friel or something like that. He was and the passing quarterback. He's the passing quarterback. That's what he was, <laughs> was right? Yes. Tate <laughs> Martell comes in. Let's run it. Yes. Uh, so it's a pretty obvious decision if Broomfield is yes. healthy. Um, do, like, do we have any expectation the offense is going to show some competency no, this week? I don't. I don't. We've talked about this before. I don't know really what they're doing offensively. Obviously, they are really confused the quarterback. I think if Broomfield is healthy, he has to be the guy and just let him go. Uh, obviously, if he's hurt, you can't do that. But I don't know what they're doing offensively. We are talking about it during the break. Um, it's completely confusing, and I don't think, you know, you're going up to a team where you're getting 32 that beat UCLA, could have beaten Oregon. They're averaging over 40 a game. I don't know how you'd look at any of those numbers and believe that it's going to be a competitive game. So... What's a, what's a success? What's a moral victory? Like, what are they, if, if. Where they'd finally have a moral right. victory. Marcus Arroyo has mentioned moral yes. victory after all three losses. Yes, where there'd actually year. be one. Yeah. Despite not having a single moral victory yet this year. Uh, your number here, two touchdowns. So if they lose the game 34 to 20. Yeah, I think so. We'll, I, we'll come in here Monday. Sure. You can say and that. And we'll be like, wow, that's a moral victory. Look at UNLV. They they're actually, not into moral victories. They're not into them, but, they'd but they just got one. one. First one of the year. Haven't gotten one yet this year, despite Which they mentioning haven't. them. No, he's brought it up at all. After all three games, he's brought up moral he, victory. They do not exist when you lose by 40. He brought but it up against Iowa State. Yeah, that doesn't, so, there's no such thing. He, so uh, Steve Cofield, who does the sideline reporting for the uh, games, he interviewed him afterwards, just Cofield right. and Arroyo. And Marcus Arroyo started talking about how it's a good sign for the culture that the players were mad that they lost to a top 25 team. I that mean, is the lowest bar that could possibly be set. And here's the other thing. As much as Tony Sanchez deserved to be fired or whatever, sure, he, did, he, didn't he, win didn't, enough. he didn't get to a bowl yeah, game didn't win in enough. five years. As much as he deserved that. Tony Sanchez didn't leave behind some horrific football program. No, this was not a program where there were seven guys and nobody competed. The the, the culture was not necessarily great, but there was well, something bad. in place where UNLV football was semi like, oh, they're not embarrassing every single right. week, just 60% of the weeks. Like the idea that 
the culture was so bad when Arroyo took over that being mad when you lose to a top 25 team is a good sign is so... Isn't that just a complete typical cliche because you want to hold on to the job as long as possible? Like guys come in and say, well, it's going to take me at least two years to rebuild this. I mean, what I inherited. I think that is getting blown out so badly, being so uncompetitive and being 0-9 that you are searching for any positivity. And, hey, they were mad they lost to a top 25 team is somehow that shred of positivity. I don't like... To me, that blew me away that Arroyo would even mention anything about a moral victory or anything about, well, it's a good step for the culture. I mean, I completely agree with everything you're saying. I don't know what else he would say. We suck. Well, he's That's not going to say He's not going to say that. Well, no, that, that part about not acceptable is true. He's never going to say we suck, but he absolutely should say to the point of we played a really good team, a ranked team, but how it played out is not acceptable. Like, we won't accept like completely getting blown out like that. We need to be more competitive. There's a lot of things he could have said. The moral victory thing has been absolutely laughable every time he has said it. There is zero doubt Tony Sanchez left this football program in a better state than he took over. There is no doubt about that. Tony Sanchez. Then he took over from Bobby Howe. Yes. He left this football program in a much better condition than what he took over. And Marcus Arroyo has come in here and he's acting like he took over just a depleted right. program, just a completely useless depe- depleted program. When that's not true, hell, Tony Sanchez beat Nevada three times. Yeah. He he won the yeah. biggest game on the schedule three times in five years. Despite what was he an underdog in I think four of those five games or something like that. Like again, not that Tony Sanchez was some great coach. He didn't get to a bowl game in no, five years. No, he didn't years. win enough. It's, he didn't win enough. That's what it is. But Arroyo has been acting like he took over some horrific right. program. And it's not true from no. what Tony Sanchez left him. Like they should be, they should be more competitiveness. They should not be zero and nine, nine games into the Arroyo era. They should not be where every game besides what the Eastern Washington they've lost by double figures. Like they should at least yeah. be competitive in some of these games. And it's unbelievable that they're not. I mean, hell, I I used to like almost make fun of Tony Sanchez because he would always bring up. Well, we were within seven points in the fourth quarter. Right. And they I, I remember he did it the, the year they played at UCLA. They were like within seven in the fourth quarter, ended up losing by like 28. And I was like, that's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. But Arroyo can't even get that. Right. They can't like they, that, that was they were within seven against UCLA. You were they even within seven when the second quarter started against Iowa State? Like it's Somehow they've gotten significantly worse since Tony Sanchez was the head coach. This is, and I think we said it earlier in the week, this is amazing to me because Tony Sanchez, I guarantee, I'll go back and look, but I can't believe this ever happened, even when they played Boise, even when they played Boise. You were talking about a team tonight after nine games in a coach's tenure, and Fresno State's good. Look, they're not Alabama. They're good. They're 23rd or whatever. They're a good program, a good quarterback. You have a a conference game tonight where a team is a 32-point dog. Now, again, we said about earlier in the week, if it's a Bama against uh, the bad Vanderbilt teams, maybe you get in those numbers. But this is Fresno State against UNLV and the Lions 32. I know for a fact that never happened with Sanchez. Now, they were dogs a lot, but and, and they were 30-point dogs a lot when they played the Ohio States of the world and, and games like that. We Everyone understood that. Michigan, I was at those games. You're on the road. You're not winning that game. Trying to keep it within 20. and Like, hey, that was a good effort. They are 32-point dogs at Fresno State tonight. That, to me, is amazing. Like that, When I saw that first odds, I'm like, that can't be true. I know Fresno State's a lot better, but there is no expectation whatsoever that they will even compete tonight against Fresno State. Yeah. 
Is there? I mean, was well, Fresno State even? No, they couldn't have been picked to win the league because Boise's picked every year to win that league. But I mean, Fresno State and they're a good program, but thirty-two. Yeah. I mean, you, you look at the schedule. Fresno State's better than both the teams in the Mountain West. But like next week, they're going to go play at Texas San Antonio. Oh, they're going to be dogs there. They're going to be over twenty yeah. point yeah. underdogs unless something happens this weekend. Unless they like beat play Fresno Fre- State, yeah, beat them or lose by three or something. Right. But like, they're going to be over twenty. Put man, my hell might be pushing thirty. I again. mean, I lost track of Ellen, uh, San Antonio after they beat Illinois, and I'm like, well, they're not going to win that game. Um, so I don't know what they are right now, but they're a better team. I mean, yeah. they go to bowls. They they they're like the Arkansas states of the world, where they go to bowl every year, and no one. Re- and then you, I, I I laughed at when the schedule first came out. I had two or three people because you know you're going over how many games can you win this year, and like two or three people had that like as a pick them or, or, you know, a UNLV favorite. And I said, do you know anything about Texas San Antonio? Because they're one of these teams that quietly win like seven games a year and go to bowls and which, which if Arroyo did, he'd get another job. Right. I mean, if he, if he get, went to, if he was Texas San Antonio and they went to a bowl every year, New Mexico bowl, it doesn't really matter. Whatever it is, he'd probably get a power five job in three or four years. Well, if he gets one bowl game, he might get yeah, another I mean, job. exactly. So if he, if he turns where the program is right now into a bowl team in like a year or two, he probably deserves another job because they're terrible. They won't. I mean, Utah State's three or four. No, they're not going to be favored in the game this year. No, they, no. you can't favor them on the road. No. See, everyone's like, "Oh, is at New Mexico a win?" Maybe, but they're not favored because yeah. you could never favor them on the road. Hawaii's the the possibility that they're favored. It's a home game, and okay. Hawaii has not been impressive this okay. year. But we got a lot of games between now and then. So <laughs> Hawaii if might they're turn it winless around. Going into Hawaii, Hawaii will be favored. Yeah, Hawaii might turn it around. Hawaii, Hawaii might be awful the rest of the year too. And but yeah, it's. It's really yeah, hard. Not yet. Yeah, you're right. We've talked a lot about where do they win a game. It's hard to find a game where, yeah, would they be favored in a game? And I don't. Hawaii's I mean, the only one. Yeah. I mean, you go to New Mexico. I don't think there's any chance unless unless we see something drastic over the next four or five right. games, which I have. I just have zero expectation that there's going to be any difference in what we've seen from UNLV football. Yeah. I, I just I don't. I, there's nothing I think to look at and say you're excited about for this team. I mean. I guess Broomfield being healthy is the most exciting thing you can have, but that's, they can't run the ball. And even when Broomfield's healthy, it's not, it's not like Broomfield is incredible. He's just better than the other guys they have. He's recruited by Sanchez. Yeah. Cameron Friel wasn't. No, he wasn't. wasn't. Tate Martell wasn't. No. Doug Broomfield's the one out there playing quarterback. It's just, it's incredible to me how, how this program's gotten worse. Like, and I know this is moral victory talk, which is silly. And it's, but it's kind of, it's all relative because it's UNLV football. They don't have a real victory. So. No, I mean, it's just, at least Sanchez was exciting sometimes. Like, so, we were talking about it at the VGK game yesterday all about this. Do you remember his last game to come back against San Jose State? Like, I in no time last would game ever... was Nevada, but yeah. Excuse me. Okay, what was, what was the... Uh... Nevada was the comeback. They beat him in overtime. Okay, and, but and, you he know, had Black the San Jose State punch. rally yeah, he, also. They won the last two. Arroy, yeah. or Sanchez... Right. Desiree Francois told him that they were going to fire him, and then they, yes. he won his last He won his games. last two, and the San Jose State <laughs> was this huge comeback. Yeah, it was a, yeah. I thought that was actually a pretty cool game. But, like, at no point do I think, like, Arroyo's teams can do that. No, there's... Like, the, we have not you have seen... To score! Yeah, we have not seen a single thing to suggest that they're going to be competent. No. Like, we haven't seen it last year or this year. We have not seen it. Like, the Eastern Washington game is maybe the only thing, but even that, they they lost to a FCS team in overtime. And it was, uh, I mean, you look at what the biggest issue was, is because Arroyo stuck with Justin Rogers right. for two and a half quarters instead of maybe one or two quarters. Any change earlier, and they probably win the game. But that's, right, That's you look back and it's like, okay, what what single moment from the Arroyo era has been like, oh, that's a... 
that's a good moment. That's a cool moment. I can't think of one. Even even Tony Sanchez in his first year, did they win three games in the first year? Yeah. They beat Nevada in Reno. Yes. Like, I specifically remember. He won the cannon. Yeah. He sprinted over, jumped over a yeah. barrier to get to the cannon. Like, there was a mo- <laughs> like there was an actual moment from that. See, they sucked. They were terrible that year. They were not a good football program. But there was actually a moment where it's like, oh, that was actually looked good. That, yeah. And every year, again, they never went to a bowl game. But there were moments every year where you're like, yes. oh, wow. Especially with Armani Rodgers. He'd have a game or two every year where you'd right. be like, oh, yes. this guy's awesome. Yeah didn't really keep that up for the course of a season but what we had the what, max gillum had a long run last year like he had like an 80 yard touchdown run like Dude. that's he ate sushi off a model on a yacht oh, i was the, just gonna say that's the signature moment that's the defining point. moment the defining moment right now is him eating sushi and off they a made him model. apologize sad yeah you don't remember that they made max gillum apologize apologize yeah throw the kid a parade so you I don't have to worry about watching the games All right, coming up next, it's Bischoff's Briefs and quite possibly the greatest soccer story ever. Bischoff's Briefs. I'm asking you if you know the difference between right and wrong. I discovered at a very early age that if I talk long enough, I could make anything right or wrong. Bischoff's Briefs. So either I'm God or truth is relative. Bischoff's Briefs. And in either case, booyah. Bischoff's Briefs. This might end up being the funniest or the dumbest story in the history of soccer. So, CONCACAF, the North American region of soccer, United States, Canada, Mexico, Central America, and the Caribbean. Um, We have, like, CONCACAF Champions League here. There's also, like, a secondary tournament for some of the smaller countries, some of the smaller leagues have a chance to actually win something in one of these competitions there was a game this week played between olympia who's from honduras and is actually a pretty solid team from honduras and they played a team from the country of suriname teams called inter mongotope i don't know how to pronounce it um but apparently uh by the way they speak dutch in suriname uh and it's actually that was my in, next question and it's actually in south america too by the yeah. way Uh, Very confusing. That's really confusing. Yes. Um, But the VP of the country of Suriname is the owner of this team, Inter Mongatope. He has in his past been found guilty of drug trafficking in the Netherlands and France. Uh, But Suriname does not extradite their citizens. So as long as he doesn't leave the country. He's not going to get arrested or sent back to the Netherlands mm, or France. Of course not. He's represented jail. by Sam and Ash. He'll be good. Uh, but he's the owner of this team, and they played Olympia in this tournament. He is 60 years old. He played. <laughs> this is beautiful. He put himself into the starting because lineup. Because he was mad at what was happening? And played. Or I, he was just in the starting line. Oh, he's starting line. He's in the starting line. Okay. He just wanted to play. His son also plays for the team, so he and his son played together <laughs> in this game. Um <laughs> It gets better. Uh, His son's 50? What, no, no. <laughs> One side note, uh, this is a tournament where they do like a home and home. So it's a two-game series. You play one at each team's uh, place. He cannot play <clears throat> in the game in Honduras because Honduras would extradite him back to the oh. Netherlands or France, and he would be arrested. So he can only play in the home games for his team that he owns as a 60 This guy's like Bertuzzi. Um, and yeah, well. From the Red Wings. Sure. He can only play at yes. home. Yes, except he's 60 and the <laughs> vice president of this country. He's the vice president of the country, too. 
Like, don't forget that. He's the VP of the entire country, owns a team, and played for them. Um, so his team lost six to nothing. Okay. Right? They played a 60. <laughs> what a shock. Yeah. They lost six to nothing. But it, it gets better than everything I just told you. <laughs> CONCACAF is now investigating this game. Not because... He's 60. Not because he played in it as the 60-year-old owner slash vice president of the entire country, but because after the game, there was a video where he, the vice president, is in the opponent's locker room, and it looks like he's handing out cash to the other team. Oh, I thought with the drug trafficking, he was handing out something else. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? Um, And then he gets a jersey from the other team. Like, they give him a jersey (laughs) as well. So CONCACAF is now investigating this because it looks like in plain daylight, there was match fixing going on. Now, here's the question, though. Honduras, the team from Honduras, Olympia, won six to nothing. They were favored to win. Like, they were expected to win. I would hope so. So I'm trying, if you try to figure out what exactly was bet on here, because betting on them to win the game, it would have, they would have, they were big favorites. It wouldn't have been a big payout anyways. I guess you could bet enough that it would have worked out that way. Right. Maybe betting like the over on this game might've worked <laughs> out. Who, who put up the over? Right. I don't know. The president. Maybe this guy's only the VP, but, but here's my question. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense that it would be they fix the match for Olympia to win because you wouldn't need to pay the other team to do that. You could just take a dive yourself yes, and sure. start your 60-year-old vice president. Yes. The over, if you were going to pay the other team, hey, we're, we're betting on the over, we're going to pay you this money so that there's a lot of goals in this game, wouldn't you score a goal? Wouldn't you be like, hey, while we're doing this, let me score? I'm a 60-year-old vice president of this country. Yes. Let yes, me put one yes. in the back of the net to yeah. help. Because it doesn't matter if you win 6-1 or 6 nothing. Let me put one in the back of the net so we can hit the... I'll, I'll be the one that hits the over. It'll be great. The VP. Yeah. So I can't quite figure out what the match fixing was, even though it looks very, like, very much like explicit match fixing, where the owner of a team who played in the game is in the other team's locker room handing out cash afterwards. I... Yeah, the, the the issue here is what did he pay for? I don't. And know. who set the over? I am the son of the president Because I listen, I'll be honest. I don't think any of the sports books here in Las Vegas have Olympia no, and exactly. Inter Montegope. No. I think once they realized he was sixty, it would be taken off the board. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's sixty. We probably shouldn't put a lineup on this because there might be something weird going on. To give the fact their midfielder is sixty years old. Yeah. So, oh no, he's a forward. Oh God, you think he's running? That's true. He's, That's true. He's, he's not just running. He, talk about cherry picking. Yeah. This guy. This guy's just standing there Midfield waiting. Midfield's got to do a lot of running. Like no chance he's playing shots that. on goal. Well, they didn't get the ball enough to have fourteen <laughs> shots on goal. Let's be honest here. But yeah, so that is going to end up as the best, the funniest, the dumbest soccer story of all. Well, time. there's mystery to it because you got to find out what the money was about. That's right. really the only thing that matters. It's well, right. a lot matters at this point with this whole story game. But the only thing that really matters now is why was he paying people. He's the vice it could be very, president of the country. It could be very innocent, right? Could it? I'm not sure. Like you said, it can't be about betting on the game because you knew who was going to win going in, So, and you're not going to have them throw it. They didn't throw it. They won 6-0, so I don't know what I wonder. What if, was he fixing. I wonder if 
again, I don't know how the sports books work in Suriname, (laughs) but I wonder if like, Hey, they, somebody placed a very specific bet that the score would end six, nothing. Wow. And even when you're trying to, well, you might be paying off your guys to say, Hey, we got to give up just six. And yeah, we're giving up six. We're going to tell the other team to score. He is the vice president. Yeah. He's the vice president of the country. So we better, it's like the Putin videos when he plays hockey. Yeah. He's the best hockey player you've ever seen because the goalie just skates out. Of I mean, the way. you give up seven. Whoever gave it up, that guy's not seen again. I've <laughs> never so, seen that guy again. I just, I can't quite figure out exactly what the match fixing was because you say, okay, what what else would he go into the other team's locker room and hand out cash for? He did he did walk away with a jersey. So like maybe he walked over there and just paid him and was like, hey, you had cool jerseys. I want one. I feel like you just walk in and be like, hey, I'm the VP. Give I'm the VP, jersey. yeah, exactly. And they'd be like, okay. Like, I mean, hell, soccer players do jersey swaps all the after time. games all the time. So I don't, like, it's not like you'd have to walk in and pay for one of those. So, and he handed out cash to multiple players. So it's not like he just paid one guy and bought his jersey off of him. So it's a great story. It's unbelievable. It's a great story. The, so it was it was a funny story when I first saw, hey, this 60-year-old right. guy. But then you started doing is, research. Is on lined it. up playing for right. his this country. And then the, and then CONCACAF, like two days or the next day, put out a statement saying we have opened an investigation. <laughs> Into the vice president and of I was, the country. And I, I clicked on it. I was like, for what? I mean, <laughs> sure, it's kind of a joke that he played, but the owner of a team can right, can do what he wants. He can play in the game if he wants to. And then eventually it was like, oh, there's a video of him handing out cash. Have you seen the video? Yeah, it's very blurry, but you can tell. It's, but you can tell what he's doing. You can tell it's cash and it's it's him. And yeah, you you, yeah, you can tell what's going <laughs> he's on. He's 60. Does he have the soccer uniform on? No, he's actually shirtless uh, when he walks in the locker room. <laughs> okay, but, this but, even gets better. But the... the uh, the pit, there's a picture of him on the field. He's big. He's not in soccer player no. fitness or anything. He's big. He does not look like he belongs on the soccer field. My God. <laughs> so he walked in without a shirt on? Yeah, into the locker room. With money? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. I don't know how to explain this to you other than it's the greatest soccer well, story. Well, when, when uh, CONCAF uh, does its investigations, do I assume they originally have a determination or they come out and say what happened or no no they just their their statement was just we've launched an investigation due to a disturbing video or something like that that is so we'll never know if anything happens to the 60 year old well they haven't finished the investigation that's what i'm saying when they finish their investigations is it normal for them to show to make public their findings i would assume if they find match fixing yes (laughs) they will (laughs) now if they don't, some if they somehow don't find anything. If they find out that this guy's just an idiot paying yes, people for whatever, then no, then, they'll probably okay. just say nothing happened. Okay. Or if you know he finds a way to pay off Concacaf, and wow, <laughs> that's probably where the next mo- bag of money's going to. Can you imagine like Bill Foley signing himself to a contract <sighs> and lining up at like right wing, and then going in with no shirt off to get Ovechkin's jersey after the game. <laughs> Mark Davis is like, you know, we got eliminated from the playoffs. John, you're signing me. Give me a carry. Oh, give me a snap. I'm hey, throwing it deep. A couple more injuries. They might be playing he offensive might, line. That's might true. Be playing. Exactly. Might, might be right guard. Yeah, pretty soon. All right. Coming up next, Cassie Soto joins the show. She is a used Honda Civic, hates 50% of her dogs, and will never get engaged. Time to mock Raiders.com's Cassie Soto on the press box. Cassie Soto has insulted my girlfriend. She has? Yep. 
How you doing, Cassie? I'm good. I think I just saw your tweet. I didn't see it. I got to check it out. Yeah, no, I didn't the, tweet anything. No, no. Uh, the girlfriend. Yep. Yep. I'm so sorry, Brandy. Unbelievable, Cassie. Unbelievable. How did I not see that? I don't know. So, Ed, to, to catch everybody up here, I went to the uh, soccer game on Wednesday at Allegiant Stadium. Right. Girlfriend was with me, and my girlfriend tweeted, first time at Allegiant Stadium for the League's Cup final. Do I have Cassie Soto to thank for the bathroom seat covers? This woman out here saving lives. Cassie didn't respond to it, didn't do anything. Well, I she's even, important. She's an important person. I even texted Cassie saying, you have a very specific, specific to this show, something that's happened right. on this show, tweet to respond to. Cassie couldn't find it. Wow. But well, I she's big him, time. She's big time. Credit, to my credit, that was the same day that I tweeted out the Derek Carr man bun when he said that he's growing out his hair. And then Derek's car brother tweeted at me and put a picture of him looking like Tom Hanks from Castaway. And my Twitter, like, it blew up from there. So I was like, this was the one day that people are actually tweeting at me, and I didn't see it. So you chose Derek Carr over poor Tyler's girlfriend. Yep. I mean, that's obviously what you're saying. I think that's what happened. Wow, you're going for the star yeah. the star appeal. My yeah. girlfriend was trying to give you credit, too. She was trying to pump yeah. you up, and you just completely ignored it. I mean, you do work for the Raiders, so I get the Derek Carr stuff. Towards you have to uh, go with him. Was this the same day you brought the light to my house? Uh, Yeah, no. Yes, 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 it was. Wow, it was, it was the same day, this monstrosity. Same day. Tyler, Busy she brought day. a... She can explain what it is, but uh, we do all these videos now, and apparently they didn't look how, like how I looked. Uh, <laughs> so, so there was obviously high-level meetings where they didn't include me because I started getting these emails. Hey, Ed, we'd like to bring this light over to your house. Brighten things up a little. Uh, <laughs> because it seems like, you know, the shots are a little dark. I'm like, you want to see more of me in terms of brightness? That doesn't make much sense. She showed up at the house. This thing might as well be on the Warner Brothers lot. This thing is so bright. <laughs> it's like it's like um, Christmas Vacation or whatever, the ch- Chase, and he plugs it in, and the entire house lights up. That's the light she brought into my office at the house, and my wife is sitting in the chair in the living room watching it, laughing the whole time, and saying, oh, my God. It's one of those things like, back up, back up, not so close. <laughs> Okay, Cassie, huge. I need to know, yeah. uh, in these meetings, were you the one that said Ed needs a, yes. a light? No, but I didn't disagree. Okay, <laughs> okay thanks a lot. Uh, Jesus. Because, like, I have to film with him at the perfect time of day because I know, like, I have, like, a two-hour window to film with Ed. And lately, he's been getting home later, and I'm like, I'm going to miss the window. And it just wasn't working. Poor guy. I, yeah, I had to go to his house. And this is, this is the second time. So we had the treadmill incident, and then I tried to fix up your set. And then we had this one. So, yeah, it was the, they ordered. It's like a $200 light. It's legit. And it's huge. a big ring light. It's a huge ring light, like the YouTuber, like, make it tutorial girl. You can, you can yeah. do TikToks now, Ed. TikTokers that's, well, use that's, it. Cassie said you're never going to use this when your daughter gets home from college because it will be all about the TikToks, <laughs> right? Like, I'll never be able to use this thing again when she gets home from college. Exactly. Yeah. So this one's like the professional studio light. Like, you can put your phone in the middle of it. There's like a bunch of different little stands that you can attach your phone to. It came with like a, 
a microphone, a mic set. I still need to figure that out for him. I was trying, I was like, should I just leave this here for you? And I was like, never mind. This is too many pieces for you to have to do. This thing is so bright. My dog is blind. I plugged it in. He ran away. (laughs) That's how bright this thing is. Like, and the dog's completely blind. It was just, it was astonishing how bright this is. All right. uh, Cassie, I have a wedding question for you. I don't have an answer. No, no, not about your non-existent wedding. Um, So one of my best friends from like high school and college, um, his younger sister is getting married next year, but she is getting in Mississippi and she is getting married on the Saturday before the Super Bowl. Do I have to go to this wedding? No. Oh. oh, no wonder you're never getting married. This is your answer? My immediate answer was absolutely you need to go. It's Why? his best friend's sister's wedding. These people know each other for years. Okay, it's not his best friend's wedding. It's the sister. How close are you to the sister? Be honest. Like, you're, 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 you're pretty am, close I'm to this person. pretty close to their family. Yes. Yeah. You got an invitation right away. Yes. Yeah, yeah you can't I don't you know. It's go. like, like... If it's like you know, I can't have a fall wedding. Like as much as I love to, like our, I told like you our that. but this isn't about Listen, you. Step like away from that Heidi theory Fang. for a minute. Heidi Fang is at is at a wedding this week, yeah. and she just keeps texting me like, "Dude, I'm so sorry. Like I have my laptop. Like whatever you need, like I can have. I'm like enjoy like the wedding." And she's like, "This is the wor- like this is the worst possible time people can have weddings for us." And I'm like, "Yeah, I know, but like <sighs> we can handle it." So I'm yeah, sorry that but the woman. I'm sorry that the woman and her fiancé didn't think about Tyler. It's rude. Me? It's It's the Super Bowl. (laughs) I'm not the only one that cares about the Super Bowl. So are you thinking of not going? Well, yeah. He's going. He's going. Listen, the other problem is I've got to fly to Mississippi, which is a pain in and of itself. Yeah. Like, if if it was here... No big deal. If it was like, hey, drive to California, no big deal. But it's in Mississippi, which is, you know, a whole day's worth of travel to a state that I don't really want to go to. He'll go because if he wasn't going, he would have said yes right away instead of asking other people what they think. So he's going to the wedding. He's going to the wedding. I'm trying to find enough people to tell me not to go. So Cassie is uh, doing a good job here. Yes, Cassie's doing a good job here. And he's going to. I mean, well, what's. It's on the Saturday before, you said, right? Yes. The day before. uh, no. Well, then you like have to still hang out the next day, right? Right. Yeah. Right. I got a big commitment. Well, people in Mississippi can't have Super Bowl parties. Yeah, of course big. they can. You know. watch the game. You watch the game the next. What are you doing Saturday anyway? What is it like pregame to break down? Are you like breaking yeah, down the prepping. matchups? No, no. You're it's prepping. Not, it's not about. It's not about missing anything on Saturday. It's about I do a radio show and like the biggest sports topic in the world every year is the Super Bowl. And if I go to this, I'm not here for the Monday I, after. The I Super told Bowl. him he could do clean feed. He'd be fine. He said his mother's farm might not have the Wi-Fi to uh, <laughs> allow him to be on clean feed. So oh. he might be at a yeah, Starbucks in Mississippi doing the show. Yeah, I don't think we have Starbucks. <laughs> say, well, you guys were both gone the other day, and that was weird. It was weird. Yeah, that was strange. Yeah. It was strange. So yeah, the boys did a wonderful job, though. So we stepped out for a day. Just saying, eh, um, debatable. Cassie, I do need you to explain something to me. Huh. Did you create a game with Archie? You saw that. I, d- I did see that. I, d- I need so, you to explain to me what's happening here. Honey, are you down here? Oh, I thought he was down here. Uh, I think he's upstairs actually working on it right now. I think we're launching today. Estrus, him being all tech savvy and stuff, 
uh, took it upon himself to create a video game of Archie that's launching on the App Store today, I believe. He got verified on the App Store and Google Play. And getting verified on the App Store is really hard. Like, it, you have to jump through a lot of hoops to make it on the App Store. So he did it. And it's a it's an endless runner game of Archie running on a beach and, like, jumping and ducking over obstacles. It's called Corgi Dash. And, yeah, he, we totally capitalized on our dog falling in the pool and made a video game of it. What's the game? You have to if the dog like hits an obstacle, you lose. Yeah, yeah, he dies and yeah. falls into the water. Yeah, dog's got. You've jump. seen it. Yeah, he's got to jump over things. She posts like a little sample video or something like that. Yeah, I put it on gotta, TikTok. Yeah, dog's got to jump over things or. And have you ever? Do you use Google Chrome? Uh, yes, I do. So whenever you are yes, not connected to the internet, you know how it'll tell you you're not connected. Yes. You get the little the little T Rex pops up. You know what I'm okay, talking yes, about? Yes, yes. If you hit the space bar, that T Rex will start running. I have yes. not done that yet. Yeah, so the next time, hit the space bar. That T-Rex will start running, and you can play a game while you don't have internet. Okay. But you got to hit the space bar to jump over things and to duck. I don't know how to – I don't remember how to duck, but you got to duck under things, too, like pterodactyls so fly at you. How, Same concept. You just run forever to get the highest score. How financially uh, how financially secure can this make you? Like, what, how, how much money can this make you? I don't know. I have no idea. He, as long as we get, like I – don't, I don't know. So he's created a game before – called Bully Ball, and that made, how much did that make? Like $10? <laughs> <laughs> made like, made like $10. That's just oh, really shooting high here. It was $4. $4. $4. But oh. he did this while he was in college. He, but this was like much more advanced. Do you want to explain it? Yeah, he's right. Just explain it. Come on. I'm gonna come on, Esther. Come on. On the spot. Hold on, hold on. He's right here. Explain the game. <laughs> he gets so nervous talking to you guys. Okay, explain the game. Hello? Hello, Estrus. Explain this. What, what what are you doing over there with that Archie Doug? <laughs> trying trying to cash out. <laughs> trying to retire young. <laughs> <laughs> so explain the game. If I if I call it up right now, what do I have to do with Archie? Uh, so really, there's two. But so he's just going to run by himself, like automatically. Okay. And there's going to be a bunch of obstacles that like come in the way, right? As you run, and there's two buttons. One of them is to jump and duck. And yeah, so they're at different levels. So you either have to jump or duck. To avoid him, and it'll just keep going until you actually hit one of them. And then he dies. <laughs> and then he dies, yeah. He's like, he'll, he'll fall into the water, okay. and then he just swims away, smiling. And, and there's, then, no, uh, there's no estrus to save him this time. No, no, he just swims <laughs> off screen if you, if you like, allow enough time to go by. Am, am I going to be able to download this today? Yeah, you should be, yeah. So oh. I was actually getting some like last-minute stuff ready to, to actually just hit the launch button. Okay, go do that. Go finish yeah. that. Yeah. Congratulations, Estrus. I, yes. some, someone in that house is doing something positive. Yes. Good for you. Good job, Estrus. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Take care. It's impressive. Wow. How did she ever end up with this guy? He, he, appears, he appears very I, he intelligent. He didn't say the name. It's called Corgi Dash. Yeah, Everybody Corgi has Dash. Called Corgi Dash. Yeah. He, he, It'll be out later today. He appears far too smart for you, actually, this kid, this he's, Estrus. He's way too smart for me. Way too smart for me. And you wanted to make him come spend Christmas night with you instead of playing soccer? you got to let him do whatever he wants. Yeah. You're lucky to well, have now, this guy. Yeah. Now, I mean, if he retires us at 26 years old, I mean, then, yeah, he could do whatever he wants. Wow. <laughs> if he retired well, everybody, at Everybody download Corgi Dash for the sake of my boyfriend having more freedom. If he retires click, at 26. Ad, no, more importantly, click the ads. <laughs> if, if he has, if he retires at 26 because he has too much money, and yeah. gives off the insinuation he might even stay with you, would you be okay then never to get married because the kid's independently wealthy? Sure. Oh, 
Well, then it's really not that important to you. You're just about the money. You're not really about the <laughs> ring. I need oh. lifelong security. I was going to say, wow. you got to get married if he's if he's wealthy. That way you get some of it. <laughs> that's oh, that's true. true. Then he could just that's dump true. you whenever and you don't get any of it. Well, that's, could. I mean, right. come on. His I think name on all, of the, on all of the legality stuff. Yeah, you got to oh. get married. It's, yeah, you got definitely have to get married before he gets rich. Let's, let's launch. We'll go get married and Ed and Tyler will be our witnesses. What do you say? Sounds good. And just, Sounds good. Just oh. don't do it. <laughs> he said an expletive, but I won't say it. <laughs> Boy, you are years away from this kid proposing. Just uh, <laughs> just don't do it the Saturday before the Super Bowl. Yes, and we're good, exactly. Cassie. <laughs> okay. All right. Get out of here, Cassie. All right, Cassie. Thank you. See you. Corky Dash, go download it later. Oh boy, the the boyfriend making a boy. They have just completely deba- abandoned that other oh, dog. Oh, champ! I mean, there is no game about no champ. Chance. Champ is not involved in any <laughs> no. games whatsoever. <laughs> nope, not happening. Uh, All right, coming up next, we still got score predictions to do. You're sitting in the press box with Graney and Bischoff on ESPN Las Vegas. Follow them on Twitter at Ed Graney and Bischoff underscore Tyler. Will you? Go on this Cassie game and try to get like the high score. Absolutely, I totally. Do you intend think to there'll be the rankings of and TikToks? Are there rankings of high scores? Well, it's not on TikTok. It'll just be on your phone. You can download. I it. can play it. Yeah, yeah. It'll just be just go to the app store. Oh, this will be and type great. In Corgi Dash. Yeah, I don't know if it'll have a leaderboard. We we gotta we gotta get some more questions. <laughs> How here much do you want to be on top of that leaderboard? Absolutely, oh, I want to be on top. Of weird that fake horses and chickens. Now you can be weird yes. Archie leader. I'm gonna go get paid to be on the leaderboard of this, but I totally intend to be on the leaderboard <laughs> oh of this. I didn't know game. I could play it. I'm excited. You can, yeah, Cor- just the app store on your phone. Whenever they have it ready to go, Corgi Dash. All right. I hope he has a leaderboard. That'd be funny. It'd be great. Be at the top. <laughs> Estrus leading his own game. It's like, that's not fair. I'll have to take time out of the show and be like, hold on, somebody beat me. I got to go, go play again and get back to the top score. Justice, comma, J. Wait a minute. I wonder we're not on the air. <laughs> All right. You got a score prediction for Raiders and Dolphins? Raiders 24-20. 24-20. All right. I'm in a very similar category. Raiders winning 26-23. Okay. I think, it, I, think I, I feel like every game the Raiders play this year is going to be close. Like, there will be one where they get blown out or they blow somebody out, but I feel like every single game they play this year is going to be a four-point game. What? Yeah, and I don't know if most weeks we think they're good enough to blow people out. Right. We're still, they're 2-0, and but we're still not really convinced right. they're great. Right. So, even though they're playing the Dolphins, and I don't expect the Dolphins to really have much of a shot to win here, it's going right. to be... Give me yeah. Fresno State tonight now. Um, Let's go 41-10, to 10, Fresno oh. State. I was going to go 42-17. 17? I have no idea how they're getting You got confidence points. in Doug Broomfield. No, not really. There's a pick interception. Oh, you confidence like, in the defense. Yeah, it's even more surprising. Well, I mean, not really. I think the defense looks better than the offense well, at this point. Not I mean, saying much, it's but a, it it's is. A, it's a tipped interception, and he goes back for six, and then how they're getting the other points, I'm not really sure. <laughs> I, think, I think Broomfield will move them a little bit. I think they'll get some points out of Broomfield. He All put right. up 10 against Arizona State. It's true. Yeah, it's true. I, I think I think they'll move the ball some with Doug Broomfield. He's been, they won't stop the ball. No, I don't think so at all. No. And they if they can't run the ball still, they're not going to put up very many points. No. But they'll hit on a couple big plays in the passing game, and that'll all get right. them down the field. So I like Broomfield's looked fine. Okay, yeah. like he's he had a good half against Eastern Washington. Yeah. Had a good four drives against Arizona State, and then they stopped moving the ball, and then he got hurt. So. I think they'll move the ball some. I think they'll put up a few points. They'll have a couple of scoring drives, but I don't think the offense is good enough to really sustain much. 
we're not here talking about a victory on Monday. Oh, that'd be fun. Oh, it'd be the whole show. We'd open up the lines. Right. The, ra- the Raiders lines. who? Yeah. Oh, if they beat Fresno State, it'd be, it the would rundown be, would say UNLV on the yeah. top at 7 o'clock. It'd be, it'd be an unbelievable upset. In all seriousness, it'd be an unbelievable It'd be one of their best upset. upsets ever. Yeah. It'd be an unbelievable upset. Fresno's ranked. Yeah, Fresno's it's like twenty third or something. They're actually ranked top twenty five. Be an unreal upset if they actually beat Fresno State. Like I, I genuinely wouldn't believe it if they did it. They haven't beaten a ranked team since the Arizona State. Since game the Arizona in, State, Mike Sanford was it 09? Was yeah. that when it was something like that? That was yeah. one where like I was the columnist, and they're like, "Should I go to that? Nah, it's gonna be a blowout. <laughs> <laughs> nah, don't worry about it. You don't need to be at that one. That's but, what's gonna happen here. Yeah, Ed. I mean, I could I could drive to it. Nah, it's okay." <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so we we both have kind of very similar scores for both these games. That's not fun. Uh, should I change well, my I mean, pick to the Dolphins just for the fun of it? The Dolphins will win. Yeah, should I change it to the Dolphins? Okay, win? I don't think they are. But... Are you gonna flip the? You're just gonna flip the teams and keep the score? Sure. Twenty six, right. twenty three. Dolphins. Dolphins. Okay. All right. That's more fun. I think they're going three and zero, and then I do they too. go. I do too. Then we'll really know. It's uh, at Charger. No, yeah, at Chargers, Denver. The then they're gonna get in into there. some. Bears are in there. That's right. It's at Chargers, Bears at Denver. Yeah. Okay. So then you're getting into some. Look, I don't know anything about the next three weeks after this. I just hope Fields is still the quarterback for the Me Bears. Me too. Andy I Dalton. Don't, I don't want to watch Andy Dalton. I don't care about Andy Dalton. I don't care if he's QB1. When they come here, I just want Justin Fields to be the quarterback. And after that, it doesn't really matter. <sighs> if they go back to Andy Dalton. <laughs> What like, was your reasoning the other day? Because if he if the kid stinks, then... if he sucks, then you could say all along the plan was to go back to Dalton, right? Because and yeah, then it doesn't really... crush his confidence or something right. like that. But that's like counting on failure and not. I don't even think that's a good idea. But that's the only logical way I could think of that you would still be saying, "Well, Andy Dalton's the starter when he's healthy," right. because. He's not good. Like, it's Andy Dalton. He's whatever. Oh, I know. I'm a Cowboy fan. Yeah. I, I saw he's, enough of Andy Dalton. I don't he's need whatever. And Justin Fields could be great. Best I ever saw Andy Dalton was in the Rose Bowl. <laughs> and he was playing for TCU. <laughs> I haven't seen him be very good since like then. So. 20 years ago. Yes. It was a lot. Well, how long did we see Andy Dalton in Cincy? Nine or 11? One of the three. Yeah, he was right there around a, long a time. decade. Yeah, it was, he was, there it a was long either time. one year or one more. One year or one year less than a decade. So. I think Gary Patterson was good. I mean, he's been there at TCU a long time. Now a member of the coaching staff at TCU, Tony, Tony Sanchez. Sanchez. Yes. Having All right. a good time. Last 30 seconds. Dodgers are within a game. Yeah. Boy, yesterday was big. Down two down two outs in the ninth. That was a big win. The Padres, Padres came, came through. through finally. Monday morning, we come in here. Dodgers in first place? No, because the Giants go to the Rockies. They haven't started the game. They're up 11-0 already. So, no, they will not be in first place because there's absolutely no chance the Rockies are beating the Giants. It's in Colorado, right? Doesn't matter. They got a shot. They're up 11-0. The game hasn't started. They got a shot. <laughs> Chris Bryant's 3-for-3 three three already. Who has the tiebreaker if they finish tied at the end of the year? Do you Giants, know? Giants was 10-8. Oh, brutal. No, it should be a one-game playoff. 